and welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter in automotive lending and leasing. It is Tuesday, January 16th, and I'm Amanda Harris. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending January 12th, 2024. In economic news, U.S. inflation accelerated in December. The consumer price index increased 3.4% during the year through December. Excluding food and energy, CPI rose 0.3% sequentially and 3.9% year-over-year. Used car prices went up for the second consecutive month against expectations of a decline. Economists project rate cuts this year, and inflation is expected to moderate further toward the Fed's 2% target. In compliance, three trade organizations, Guaranteed Asset Protection Alliance, Motor Vehicle Protection Products Association, and Service Contract Industry Council, launched a project this month to bring together lenders, product providers, and dealers to discuss compliance challenges surrounding add-on products and possible solutions. The industry compliance program aims to identify compliance challenges the industry faces with ancillary products and work towards implementing solutions. For example, the process of reviewing F&I forms can be slow and costly, while refund and cancellation procedures often must be done manually. Over six months, the group will bring together stakeholders and begin plans to implement identified solutions. Meanwhile, auto lending complaints filed with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau jumped 46% year-over-year year in 2023, marked by billing and fraud issues. Consumers filed 12,658 complaints tied to auto loans and leases during the year, with issues managing loan and lease most prevalent and covering problems related to billings, fees charged, and additional products and services purchased with the loan. Consumers also complained about fraudulent loans, credit denial, and misleading advertising. Complaints can help lenders identify potential policies and procedures that need to be adjusted, as well as paint a picture for the CFPB of potential regulatory supervision or investigations that should take place. In auto news, Hertz plans to sell 20,000 EVs, or a third of its U.S. electric vehicle fleet, as it shifts back to gas-powered cars, largely due to the high cost of EVs and waning demand. The rental car company remains committed to agreement to its agreement to purchase EVs from General Motors as automaker workers to offer cheaper EVs. Unloading EVs is expected to improve Hertz's cash flow over the next two years. In auto finance news, auto lenders believe EV financing volume will be flat in the next six months. Auto Finance News conducted the Big Wheels Originator Sentiment Survey online in November and December 2023 to provide the auto financing industry with invaluable information about the state of lending practices. Nearly half of the respondents indicated EV financing volume would be the same in the first half of the year compared with the same period in 2023, while 37% said volumes may inch higher. The survey also found that 56% of respondents expect consumer demand for auto financing to grow in the next six months, and 73% project that demand for auto leases will grow during the same time period. You can read more about the survey results on our website. This week also saw the start of fourth quarter earnings with Bank of America, Chase Auto, and Wells Fargo Auto reporting results. Auto originations declined at Bank of America and Wells Fargo Auto in Q4 by 10.3% year-over-year to $6.1 billion and 34% year-over-year to $3.3 billion, respectively. Wells Fargo tightened credit standards during the quarter, contributing to a continued decline in the bank's auto book. Chase Auto, however, saw origination volume jump 32% year-over-year to $9.9 billion. Outstandings were also mixed during the quarter. Banks of America's auto book increased 3.9% year-over-year to about $53.9 billion, and Chase Auto's portfolio ticked up 8.6% year-over-year to $86.8 billion. Whereas Wells Fargo's auto outstandings, however, dipped 11% year-over-year to $47.8 billion, marking the seventh consecutive quarter of decline. 
Credit performance also deteriorated during the quarter with delinquencies and net charge-offs up at Chase and Wells. Bank of America's net charge-offs also rose 38 basis points year over year to 0.37% of its auto portfolio. Citizens, Fifth Third, Truist, and U.S. Bank all report this week, so stay tuned for more earnings results as we cover each of those. And that will do it for today's episode. So thank you so much for joining us on the roadmap, and be sure to follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter and LinkedIn, and we will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.